I'm Jorge Salazar, reporting from the Texas Advanced Computing Center. It takes a supercomputer to grow a better soybean. A project called the Soybean Knowledge Base, or SOYKB for short, wants to do just that. Scientists at the University of Missouri-Columbia developed SOYKB. They say they've made SOYKB a publicly available web resource for all soybean data, from molecular data to field data, that includes several analytical tools. SOYKB has grown to be used by thousands of soybean researchers in the U.S. and beyond. They did it with the support of XSEED, the Extreme Science and Engineering Discovery Environment, funded by the National Science Foundation. SOYKB needed XSEED resources to sequence and analyze the genomes of over a thousand soybean lines using about 370,000 core hours on the Stampede supercomputer at the Texas Advanced Computing Center. They've since moved their work from Stampede to Wrangler, Tech's newest data-intensive system. And they're getting more users on board with an allocation on XSEED's Jetstream, a fully configurable cloud environment for science. On the line now to talk more about SOYKB is co-PI Dong Shu, Professor and Department Chair of Computer Science at the University of Missouri-Columbia. Oh yeah, it's actually a soybean knowledge base. It is a web resource for all the soybean data, uh, from molecular data to uh, phenotype data. And also we have a lot of analytical tools for analyzing these data. In terms of the amount of data, I think this is really one of the largest planned databases. If you look at most other databases, many of them only contain genomic information. But what we have here, because we have a lot of genomic data, DNA sequence data, um, all these data, and all, but in addition, we have uh, many other types of data, for example, gene expression data, uh, also protein data, metabolite data, and phenotype data. So it's very comprehensive. We also have a lot of usage. This website, we have um, more than 2,000 unique users every month. So it's really heavily used, not only in the U.S., but also uh, around the world. So it's a very important resource for studying soybean. Co-principal investigator and lead designer and developer Troopti Joshi spoke more about SoyKB. Joshi is the Director of Translational Bioinformatics at the School of Medicine Medical Research Office and Assistant Research Professor in the Department of Molecular Microbiology and Immunology at the University of Missouri-Columbia. SoyKB is actually a transfer soybean knowledge base. It's a publicly available comprehensive web resource that my group here at MU has developed. Our focus has been mainly on integrating multi-omics data sets about gene expression, protein expression, looking at the radiation in soybean, and then bridging it from this translational genomic side to the molecular breeding side, which is where it affects the soybean researchers and farmers. The entire system is mainly developed for providing an infrastructure for researchers to be using these informatics techniques and tools that are developed within the system with the ultimate goal of starting to do improvements in soybean traits and then leverage the research environment to facilitate more enhanced breeding techniques. Joshi said SoyKB faced big computational challenges, namely in handling the big data. NSF-funded Cyverse, formerly iPlant, provided data storage, bioinformatics tools, image analyses, cloud services, APIs, and more. I think with the uh, advent of the, uh, especially the next generation sequencing techniques, traditional biology and biology research in this era has been significantly different. Typically, you would have seen many 
focus a couple of decades ago on certain genes and then certain traits to be starting to do the improvements. But with the new sequencing technologies becoming available as well as affordable, now there are projects which are generated and who generate data on a very, very large scale. So you can now see projects which are sequencing thousands of soybean germplasms, for example, in one goal. And then this really leads to some of the other computational challenges because this raw data lands up becoming very huge in terms of terabytes. And then it has to be analyzed or mined in an efficient fashion using the cutting edge computational or informatics tools with the ultimate goal to be able to link it back to the soybean trace because you really want to be drawing inferences from this and not be bogged down with all the computational storage and then acquiring high-performance computing resources and others serving as challenges. That is something that we have been able to afford with the SoyKB system. We have integrated high-performance computing and the cloud storage and then the iPlan data store as well as the TAC and the Exceed resources have been seamlessly integrated at the back end in the SoyKB development. So it really gives a benefit to our researchers that they do not have to be worrying about this challenge but be able to just scale up their analysis to even 1,000 lines as they would like to go and still be able to draw the inferences that they want from this huge amounts of data. Exceed provided a pool of experts to help SoyKB use its supercomputing resources through the Extended Collaborative Support Services, or ECSS, effort. We have actually been very fortunate enough to be collaborating with Exceed and then the iPlan teams. So we heavily utilized the Exceed TAC resources, and they were both in terms of the hardware as well as the software and then the expertise from the ECSS collaboration. So we had initially uh, developed our own analytical workflows and then the data would ultimately go and sit in SoyKB, but we were thinking more in terms of expanding this capacity to our user base. Working with the uh, Exceed ECSS group and being able to scale up our analysis from our local computing infrastructure to the Exceed and then the TAC environment, we were able to start doing this way more efficiently. And we utilized this for one of our 1,000 genome soybean germplasm resequencing projects. Without Exceed, I think it would have been much challenge for us, especially having to move the data along and being able to do this in an efficient manner. So I think Exceed has been very critical in enabling the scalability for us. SoyKB needed to tackle a massive resequencing project of over a thousand different lines of soybeans. To do that, they changed their workflow to one optimized for supercomputers. Mats Ringe of the Exceed ECSS Workflow Community Applications team helped SoyKB move to a Pegasus workflow. Pegasus made sure that the tasks were ordered correctly and that the data formats matched the execution environment of the parallel processing machines on Exceed. Ringe is a computer scientist with the Information Sciences Institute, part of the University of Southern California. In SoyKB's case, you know, this is a data-intensive workflow that has really a lot of I.O., but it's also a workflow that's interesting because the inputs for these workflows are hosted at diverse data store. And so when a user comes in, they say, okay, I have this data set over here. Um, the workflow will start it on an Exceed machine. Data will be pulled in automatically, executed on the Exceed machine. And the results are then pushed out back out to 
the Cyverse data store. And that means that the user can then log into Cyverse, use the discovery environment, which sits next to the data store and they allows them to do, you know, look at the data, manipulate the data and do downstream analysis from, from the data that the workflow um, produced. Things like visualization. I think that's part of the success story of SoyKB, not only the computation that they did, but the computational workflow part, but the human workflow part that it's easy for them to go from, you know, have, have data in, in somewhere in their infrastructure and, and I just uh, want to have it processed and then access to the results afterwards. Another move SoyKB made was to take its memory-guzzling genomic analysis from the Stampede system to Wrangler, a data-intensive system that launched in 2015. Wrangler's large memory-to-core ratio gave ample room for the SoyKB workflow to avoid data bottlenecks. Many a times our 50 genome workflows would run anywhere from 10 to 15 days on Stampede systems, but then the same analysis could be completed in about 8 to 10 days when we submitted those to the Wrangler systems. Dung Shu and Trupti Joshi spoke more about what's next for Soy KB. We'd really like to expand our Soy KB platform into other systems. So we, we will try to do it in two ways. The first way is that uh, like an app store. So that means we have uh, many individual tools. For example, uh, other than the recycling data analysis pipeline, we have a genotype phenotype analysis pipeline. And we also develop some visualization capacity. So we probably have more than uh, a dozen different small tools, or some are actually pretty big. So we like to make these tools available to any other databases. And so we have been working with the Quorum community and some other studies. We are really pretty um, excited about something that is currently in the development in our pipeline. And that is where we are building this connection with Exceed and iPlant on the back end to start supporting the analytics to our other users. So we have been in talks with iPlant and Exceed, and we are starting to look into the ways of establishing maybe gateway allocations for our users. And so that way, they can seamlessly go between SoyKB and then iPlant and Exceed and use the resources for either adding in more data and then contributing, do the analysis with Exceed, but then contribute it back to SoyKB so they can integrate their own research data sets with whatever we have already incorporated or is available from the public domain. This is really making our system now extremely powerful in terms of the computational capacity, completely equipped with analytics, and then be really closely tied with the cloud storage and then the iPlan data store and other resources. You've been listening to Trupti Joshi and Dung Shu of the University of Missouri-Columbia and Mats Ringe of the University of Southern California. For the Texas Advanced Computing Center, I'm Jorge Salazar.